Welcome to the Money GPS. You came here for the truth, so let me unveil that for you. While inflation is going up, everybody is starting to worry about what will happen to their jobs, to their retirement accounts, their pension funds, and of course, overall, what the status of the economy is going to be. Well, I'll show you that today. Let's begin. Fed's Powell facing rising criticism for inflation missteps. And the point that was made here in this article is that the Federal Reserve didn't act early enough. They were kind of messing up. And now here they have to fix the problem by increasing interest rates faster than what they should have done had they started earlier. But of course, all countries are doing the exact same thing. And if you dig into the information as I do, and I know some of you do as well, you see that this isn't a mistake. This is all intentional. When you watch each and every cycle, how they unfold, it seems like it's an accident. But when you understand the deeper levels, things start to make sense. And I'll cover some of that here today. With markets in disarray, International investors are stockpiling U.S. dollars. So in all of this chaos, the U.S. dollar has been the biggest beneficiary. There's no doubt about it. When you look at what's going on internationally, you, you see outside of the U.S. And, and view if you're viewing from that point of a U.S. investor or somebody who lives in the U.S. primarily, and you see outside, things look very different than from inward and i think that's important distinction here because i know everybody's coming from a different place but right now the u.s dollar is considered a safe haven believe it or not despite all the debt despite all the money printing we see it as being somewhat of a safe haven temporarily of course foreign investors concerned about soaring inflation and global slowdown are keeping their cash in the u.s currency you see what happens here because all these other currencies will you know inflate at a faster rate than the US dollar so therefore let's put it into US dollar when the treasury a simple treasury is going to give you 3% that's a much higher rate than these other countries that are let's say higher risk that don't have a federal reserve you see where i'm going with this okay let's let's go on Home sales give way as prices enter unprecedented territory. This was all created by the central bank policies I highlighted a moment ago. When you look at the Federal Reserve in this case and what they have done, you keep interest rates super low for super long. And what do you get? You get inflation, which we'll talk about more in a second. Price inflation, that is. And so it gets to a certain point where there's a ceiling. And suddenly, you don't have enough buyers. The exact same thing is taking place with a different type of inflation when you see it, uh, you know, as we look at consumer goods, CPI type inflation. Well, then, what happens? Again, if that, you know, widget or gadget is too expensive, there's a ceiling. They can't sell that. The retailers start to feel it. The same thing with homes, the same thing thing with stuff, whatever that might be. And so we encounter a situation in which people suddenly don't want that and they're holding US dollar. So the US dollar has been relatively strong against its peers. And you see the concerns of recession piling up and for good reason. 
Hollywood execs brace for advertising storm clouds ahead. Ad budgets are among the first to go for marketers looking to trim costs amid a recession as forecasters revise down their hopes for revenue growth this year. Basically, every single company, when you look at it from the CEOs all the way down, they're saying we are dealing with recession. If you take the example of Netflix, they're bracing for more layoffs. They just did it a month ago. Same situation here. Why? Stock comes down because of one factor or another. And then the company itself goes up and says, all right, what's the first thing we do? Well, we trim staff. And this is what happens. The worry of recession creates a problem. Perhaps you could argue it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, but looking at it a little bit smarter, um, you know, when you see back just a little bit, you just go back in the pages of history just somewhat, and you will see the fact that it should never have been at these levels in the first place. Stock shouldn't have been at those levels. You shouldn't have had debt at these levels. And now things are coming back down to earth. Global food inflation gets reprieve as wheat and oil seeds tumble. Yes, good news, perhaps. Good news, perhaps. But there's something else here. Recession fears are weighing on commodity prices. You see that agricultural commodities fell, offering some reprieve to rampant food inflation as traders weigh incoming data on harvests and looming recessions in some major economies. So it's not necessarily, you know, things are getting better. It's kind of saying, okay, there's a recession. So some of these commodities have started to decline. Fantastic chart. If you stayed this far into the uh, video, really take a look at this. If you want to know how to track real estate prices, remember US dollar strong, but all currencies, including the US dollar, have been devalued. And as a result, prices move up. When the currency supply expands, particularly for no reason whatsoever, as it did during 2020, there is no need for that to happen. But anyway, that's a different story. You get price inflation. And this can be measured in many, many different ways. I found this to be interesting. Okay, I've covered these couple of these in my book, my first book that was. And um, you know, I, I've talked about all of these. New Zealand at the top of risk ranking, five gauges of property risk for OECD member and accession countries looking at it. Okay. New Zealand at the top, the price to rent ratio, 156, price to income real price growth, and so on. Just goes through. So looking at this, there are different ways to balance it. I'm still, you know what? I got to put Canada. Let's let's just rewrite this. Canada, you're at number one, okay? Canada is number one. Sorry, New Zealand. Sorry, my friends. There's no bigger bubble than the bubble in Canada. That's a whole different story. I was surprised to see Czech Republic and Hungary up here. That, that was quite extreme, but it's not necessarily, you know, the, the particular price of the home, for instance. I mean, there's, there's ratios here, and that's important. It's an important distinction. Um, but looking at this, it shows us the levels that we've achieved, such extreme levels in basically every category. This comes from uh, Visual Capitalist, a site that I've, I've shown you many, many times. Three types of inflation. 
talk about CPI in here, whatever they talk about monetary inflation, that's the important one, uh, because that really shows us what's happening underneath this system. Now you can go to the supermarket and you could look at one particular product or a, or a basket, let's say, you know, your typical groceries for the week. I usually buy roughly this and that. And you see, well, it used to cost me 100 and then suddenly it was 150 and now it's 200 and so on. And you say, okay, this is my inflation. But underlying all of that is what they've done with the currency itself. Now, if you were in, let's say, Turkey, if you're in Iran or Argentina or somewhere else that's experienced some heavy inflation and you're using U.S. dollar this entire time, well then, you're doing well because the U.S. dollar has done well against these other currencies. But when we measure that in real stuff like food, well then, things look real different. And you know that people are concerned about inflation. This has come up in basically every survey. I've shown you it over and over again. And there's a reason for that. It's because they're having trouble paying for stuff. And that's the recession factor. That's what's happening today. Used truck auction prices plunge as freight market cools. This is a complete 180, complete flip-flop of complete difference from what we saw literally just a couple months ago. I was showing you these prices are going sky high. The Mannheim index for cars is going up. The prices of cars in general used, new, every everything related to vehicles was just expanding at a rate we never, just straight up. And now things are different. Stanley Druckenmiller was quoted saying this, once inflation goes above 5%, it has never come back down without the Fed funds rate exceeding the CPI. So if we have the CPI at around, I think it was 8.6%, if I remember correctly, are we going to see the Fed funds rate at 8.7%? Is that what we're going to see? Really? Imagine how destructive that would be. Imagine what that would do. Of course, you may see a big change where suddenly people are throwing their money into U.S. dollar because of the returns being so significant. Is that anticipating, you know, many investors anticipating that? I'm not sure because getting to that level is going to be very difficult to not create a devastating effect. Who knows? This is funny because... You see these articles written all the time. Goldman, Goldman Sachs strategist said this. Morgan Stanley says this. Bank of America. Okay, and they're basically saying here, more declines ahead, right? But look at this. Morgan Stanley, Goldman strategist, see more stock losses. Okay, that was just now. But go back January 26th, 2022. Goldman and City strategists say it's now time to buy stocks because of the little tiny dip that happened, not even 1%. That's, that's the kind of quality that people listen to. And remember, if you think, no, I don't listen to that guy, I listen to this guy, this guy, all the calls are coming from these big companies. And we know at a deeper level there's a reason why. There's a reason why Goldman talks about this or that. There's a reason why JP says this. Look at what's happening 
that the debt and equity world market cap, basically bonds and stocks. That's the blue line. Unbelievable to see how much capital just evaporated and not literally, of course, but not in these markets. You can see right here, this is March 2020, same level. All of that surge on a global level, gone. I want you to know this. I want you to, to really study what happened here. I talked about it all the way through. I talked about it this entire time, and I got a lot of heat. lost a lot of subscribers for this. But now we see what's happened. All of this is gone. And why? Because it's a fraud. You cannot create unlimited money printing without it having negative consequences. Please understand this. Record wealth destruction in U.S. stocks and bonds. That's what's happening right now. Literally right before our very eyes. Already. Now, right now, as I record, I can show you this. Just take a look. We're getting a little bounce. This is the S&P. Little bounce coming up. Is this the bounce that goes and, and breaks new barriers? We will see. Every single previous one, not able to get back to where it was. So I'm interested. I'm following along. I'll let you know. Okay. Draw down from the previous peak as a percentage of the GDP. Another significant one. Massive. And I'm leaving you with this. These central bank policies, which I highlighted at the beginning, bringing you back full circle, when some people say, this guy, I'll rant later, I'll rant later. Let me, let me finish my point here. The central banks, in particular, the Bank of Japan, is doing something that I believe should be a warning to all. Bank of Japan will be the first to cross the 50% ownership mark. Percentage of outstanding Japanese government bonds, okay? 50%. They own the majority of the country's own debt. This is staggering, dangerous, and ultimately, as you see with what's happening with their currency, it is a detriment to the people. We must speak up against the central bank activities and what they do. We do not have a choice. They have their independence. So, if you appreciate the information, hit that thumbs up. It's right down there. It'll help me out. So, so much to cover. So little time. I appreciate you being here. I'll see you on the next one. Take care.